Hello. Hello. Hello there, you. Hi. Welcome to Night Cheese Book Club, the best podcast you've ever started, and your life begins now. Yeah, I guess it's apt. Yeah. Get it all out. (laughs) BP and AP. Before podcast and after podcast. I was like, who's AP? Not me. (laughs) Well, (laughs) uh... I am your host, Suzanne, and with me, my co-host, Presley. I am not an ape. Is not an ape. She is my sister. Your damn dirty paws off me. <laughs> I wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole. Okay. Uh, cats are running through the studio. And by studio, I mean bedroom. <laughs> yeah, a deck <laughs> It's corner. a converted room it's where fine. my books are and the computer stuff. Well... If you're wondering what podcast you've stumbled on, this is a book podcast. A comedy podcast. A comedy podcast. A book podcast. Don't feel pressured. We've read a book. You can also read the book. Consider this an advertisement to see if you like it. Well, technically, this one, you can't read the book. Oh, that's true. Well, you got to read it with your ears. (laughs) This is on Audible only. The book of the day is Third Eye. By Felicia Day. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, an, what is it, Audible exclusive? Yeah, it's on Audible only. And it's a book that you listen to. Right. Uh, but it's kind of, not like a play in a sense. Yes, it's got a, it's an audiobook with a full cast. So it's very play-y. Uh, theatrical is the other word that people would say if they weren't having a stick up their butt. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Third Eye. Uh, the theme of chosen ones. Yeah. Who so, doesn't like that? Who We're doesn't? all here because we love adventure. We love adventure. Before we jump into the book, Presley, what have you been up to since we last recorded? So it was a Friday, but my mother and I got invited to go play bingo with our friend Donna at her yacht club, and it was so much fun. It was ah, purse Donna. bingo, which... I guess I'm into or whatever. I, I'll i just play bingo. Honestly, if there were no prizes, I would play because I love bingo so much. And it was just really fun. And like um, there was a couple of us there and it was fun just to chat and stuff and play bingo. Uh, I think the funniest part being that like some people wouldn't stop talking and the guy on the mic kept getting mad. And it was really funny because I mean, they like you can't be quiet for a minute to play bingo. Come on, guys. They cannot. But it was really fun, and we love Donna. And, yeah, I just love bingo. Man, uh, Donna's so great. And I will say I did win something. It wasn't a purse, though. It was a candle. Oh. But what I, kind of candle? It was a Yankee candle, but it was orange-scented, and I don't Ooh. like I don't like citrus. So, because you're crazy. Well, then did our, you give it to Donna? No, then our mom took it to the Yankee candle store and was like, I want to exchange this. And she got me Christmas cookie candle, and I love it. Ugh. I thought you were going to say Christmas tray, which would be the right choice. No, Christmas cookies, delicious vanilla scents. Mm -mm, mm -mm. It really brings in the season. Now it tricks my brain into thinking that I'm about to eat a cookie. Yeah. I I just constantly think that, so it doesn't really change anything for me. So what have you been up to, Suzanne? I went to my dear friend Katie got married in New Jersey because she is from New Jersey. So... We made it a little trip, me and Phil, 
and my dear friends, Britt and Amanda. We um, got a room and hung out there for a bit longer than the wedding. And it was a very fancy wedding, but it was great. But to take in beautiful, beautiful New Jersey. It was beautiful. It was like on the Navasink River, if you know where that is. Uh, It's like... So it's like middle-ish New Jersey, but it's right across from New York City. So there's a lot of water. There's a lot of, it's nearby to a lot of beaches. It's near like Seabright and Long Branch and Asbury Park, which that was the second half of my thing. The wedding was beautiful. I'm so happy for my dear sweet friend. She is freaking hilarious. Mm. And also I'm just very happy for her. I want her to be happy. And the day before, so we couldn't check into the hotel yet. Phil and I were up there, um, and we love Asbury Park, not just because of the boss. We just like Asbury Park. Uh, So we went there to hang out. It is a very cool beach town. It's a little bit more adult. Uh, There's not as much stuff for kids. So there's a lot of historic stuff, too, and there's been like a lot of like punk rock stuff, which is why we probably found it and like it mm. and um yeah one time i don't know who's gonna understand this i saw uh so asbury lanes the bowling alley does shows like on the lanes they set up for bands on the lanes and i saw uh it was toxic holocaust and municipal waste play in this bowling alley it was so cool great show great show and so we had a delicious lunch it was i don't remember what it was called even robinson's ale house something like that it was freaking delicious and then down the boardwalk a little bit there is an arcade where you pay in time instead Mm. of coins so like we just got an hour but they were very like pinball heavy so it's kind of nice that you can just hit the start button and not have to like go through a bunch of coins that would be nice and i feel like it would be fun to run from game to game it was. I mean, there was a lot. They had, like, skee-ball and, uh, like, air hockey. There was... I fell in love with this. And this is... I was also shocked. It was from 1961, I want to say, or 62. An old wooden pinball machine Ugh. called Official Baseball. It was <laughs> so fun. It was, like, all of these little metal mechanisms. Honestly, it was very fun. I really liked it. I think about it all the time now. My favorite arcade game is that one with the circle of lights, and when it gets in front of you, you hit the button to stop it. That's my favorite one. It's almost like Hungry Hungry Hippos mixed with trouble. No. It looks like that, but it's not the game. Listen, don't shit on my good time, man. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah, it was just really cool. They had so much stuff, and it's, I mean, arcades are fun. Casinos for children, or in this case, adults. Heck yes. I love playing games. All right. Well, this, like we were saying this week, we're doing Third Eye by Felicia Day. Now, this one is, like we said, since it's an audiobook only, but super fun to listen to. Um, and I love Felicia Day. I love her. Oh, her beautiful red hair. Her, she's so her silly funny. sense of humor. Yeah. And like her comedy is just really good. I think it's very relatable for both of us just because it is a bit of like nerdy humor in a sense, but it's just like dorky. It's funny. Cute. And it's got like a big yes and feeling where it's Absolutely. impromptu funnies. 
Um, Felicia Day being, she's an American actress. She's been in things like Supernatural. And yeah, she's Charlie on Supernatural, which is, I love her on that, but also some of my favorite other things. She was on The Magicians, which is that sci-fi series that they based off of the books, which is also one of my favorite series. And she was also, uh, well, hopefully they'll make more of it, but she was one of the villains on Mystery Science Theater. I love yeah. Mystery Science Theater and the fact that they started making more of them, especially because the crowdfunding was so good. I love that. I love Mystery Science Theater. Please make more of them. I think she's such a good uh, addition onto them. Obviously, Patton Oswalt is hilarious. I just, I love them. So I hope they keep making more. Felicia, please. Please. Don't make me beg. I'll do it. That, she has moderated some book interviews for different bookstores. Yes. We, and yeah, those we, are really good, too. What was that for? Addie LaRue? Yeah, she interviewed... Yeah, Victoria Schwab. Victoria Schwab. Yeah, we did watch that, didn't we? It, it, she's just, she's so funny. She seems like she'd be super fun to be around. Yeah, very good, personable. Good personality. Uh, and yeah, like Presley said, because this has a full cast, so like Sean Astin's in it, from yeah. who's from the Goonies and... Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, that's the other Sam one. Sam from Lord of the Rings. Like, and he's, Stranger Things. Yeah, Encino Man. He's been in a bunch of stuff. You know him. What's weird is, and I don't know if it's because I listened to my books a little bit sped up, I kept thinking that Sean Astin was Patton Oswald. He did sound like him, and obviously his name on Mystery Science Theater is Frank, and then in this book, his name is Frank. I don't know if that's a connection there or what, it's but... too many layers for this old brain. I'm, I'm following. I'm following and I'm liking. All right. I'll read you the synopsis from Goodreads. Which it seems it I'm seeing a lot of very good reviews for this, which I am pleased with because I think if she gets more, she'll hopefully write more of these. I would absolutely listen to more of these. Um, I like that she herself is on the cover as well. I love that. Well, and that she's definitely like, I mean, she doesn't need to probably do anything ever again. So I guess, you know what I mean? She can probably pick what job she wants to do now. Mm. So write more of these. Freedom. Movies. Synopsis, start. Once upon a time in the... Oh, and Neil Gaiman is the narrator, so don't expect for this to be like that. Velvety, beautiful voice. Once upon a time in the magical land of San Francisco, there lived a not-so-ordinary girl named Laurel Pettigrew. She was supposed to be the chosen one. The plan was simple. She would vanquish the great evil Tybus in an epic battle. But destiny had other ideas. And Laurel's performance in the whole heroics department was a colossal flop. Now, instead of being a legendary hero, Laurel's the resident pariah of the magic realm. And what's worse, the dark wizard Tybus swooped in, took over the realm, and forced all supernatural creatures to live under his tyrannical rule. He's even stripped away the magical powers of those who refuse to join his wicked cause. Yeah, everyone hates her. Well, everyone except her two roomies... Sybil, the sassiest diva of a fairy, who could throw shade with the flick of a wing, and Frank, the vampire who rocks a bald spot and a serious paunch. They are the real MVPs, the ride-or-die buddies who have her back, no matter how many colossal fails she racks up. It's all about to get even weirder. Along comes Kate, a normie who somehow knows more about Laurel than Laurel ever knows about herself. Turns out, She's got some secrets up her sleeve that might give Laurel a shot at redemption and a chance to rewrite her destiny. Well, it, and it definitely is quite 
it's like an adventure, but obviously it's set in our world. So it's got magic and it's set in like uh, our world kind of sense. I like that a lot when it's like a city, but you've got like these magical things going on because it just seems like it could happen. Definitely. And like, I mean, like this book and why we picked Chosen Ones is because like who doesn't like a Chosen One story? I love that. I would say that the majority of fiction anyway is like a, you know, like a hero's journey tale. That's true. But with this, it's just obvious. And like, you know, who doesn't like a chosen one? Potter, Wade Watts, Frodo. Quentin Coldwater. Quentin, Katniss. Um, yeah, and like the characters in this, I felt were really good too. Like Sybil and Frank, her friends are really funny, like, you can definitely tell when she's put these little snippets of humor into it. It just flows so perfectly. And some of them are so funny. Like when I was listening to this, I did laugh out loud a few times. And I like that. Same. There was like legitimately funny parts. And just like a play, it was very immersive. You really, it moved quickly, but it, it was like, I don't know. There's like the full cast, but then also like the sound effects and everything. I was about really to say, I, to I, I definitely like the addition of sound effects. I think it really helped. And like, you know, like we were saying, Neil Gaiman being the narrator and his, his voice is just so nice. Melts me like a popsicle on the 4th of July. I love too when something's like a serious narration thing, but then they have little break moments that are funny. And ability to deliver a joke in a good way. I wonder um, if he was like, I don't want to say this. <laughs> I doubt it. I'd probably go along with anything. Yes, and. But this is definitely like a super creative story. And I don't know, especially as like a first stab at this. I quite liked it. Definitely. She's been involved in so many different. That's true. Like media things of shows and movies and stuff about, I guess, mostly shows of um, like fantasy stuff. Yeah. She's like. If you're into fantasy, you probably know who she is. Yeah. It's just it's just good stuff. Definitely. And with a hero's journey, I mean it's relatable. Like everyone can you know, I think that most people see themselves in the main character and that's I think what makes the storytelling for it so good is that you need to have these like moments. I know that I know a lot of people won't like to hear it and maybe it's getting a little bit too writer crafty. But when you are writing a story, there is like specific plot points that are expected and people want to fight against that. And they think, no, I'm just going to write something loosey goosey. It's not going to work as well as if you have these like structured points that you hit that like keep the energy of your story going in the right way. And if it might seem kind of constrictive to think that everyone's written the same story over and over, but it's not because within that story you can change things up. Yeah, you've got different characters, you've got different settings, you've got different problems. Yeah. And that's especially, yeah, the hero's journey has been done a million times, but it still has this fresh take on it. Even this one, like the characters were definitely, you could tell their personalities through all of the dialogue and stuff like this. I loved the dialogue. Yeah, it was very realistic. It seemed like she was probably, when she's writing it, that she was like saying these things aloud to oh herself. Oh my God, I can see her chuckling to herself and I love that too. That's precious. So overall, like if you just want something really fun to listen to, this is very definitely uplifting. This is a great thing to pick out, especially 
between like dark books even or like yeah it could be a bit books. of a palette cleanser it definitely is it's very or if you're going on like a road trip or something <gasps> oh yeah this would be good to listen to in the car yeah because it i mean it's like it's covering a lot of genres and stuff yeah well um so for this one the game we decided to do is a choose your own adventure which is like a kind of uh like the goosebumps books the goosebumps like yeah just a regular one so i actually wrote it and then we're gonna have suzanne here uh pick her path into the story i'm ready and we'll see what she chooses i went all out with this though i wonder if i can stump you yeah, unless you're driving, I want you to close your eyes and really take this in. Even then, you wake up out oh, here. Game, start. Choose your own adventure, start. You wake up in a beautiful field. Flowers perfume the air. The sun shines brightly. But you don't remember how you got there. You look around and see two paths. One sunny and bright, one dark and mysterious. Which path do you take? The light or the dark? Hmm. Well, first I would look for Edward Cullen. Uh, I would take the, I mean, so my instinct says take the dark path. Part of me is like, it's smarter to take the light path. And would I do that? Maybe. I think I'd take the dark path. All right. You walk down the dark path. The dark path leads into the woods and you come upon an old cottage made of bones. Do you go into the cottage or keep going down the path. Cottage. So you go into the cottage. I can't resist. A cottage cheese. Cottage. Mm. A cottage made of cottage cheese. What is that from? Oh, Flight, Flight of, of the, the Concords. Concords. Yeah. Uh, scrap that. You go in. There's a family of skeletons making dinner. They invite you in for the meal. Do you join them or run away? Run away. They won't be good at cooking. You just know that. Yeah, never trust a skinny chef. Yeah. If it's a skeleton, I mean, my God. All right, so you run away. You run into the dark woods until you can't continue. You find a nice cave to sleep in. And when you wake up, you've been sewn into a bear suit and you now live in the cave. The end. Okay. Good choice, you cave dweller. What would happen if I went down the light path? All right, well, yeah, we'll do a rewind. You take the sunny path and get to a cottage made of candy. Do you go in or keep going down the path? Keep going. I know that candy cottage is full of skeletons making bland ass meals. That was the bone cottage. This is a candy cottage, but you've already, so you uh, go down the sunny path. You walk all day and you get really thirsty and you come upon a sparkling stream. Do you drink or keep walking? I do feel thirsty. Right. You drink the water, but the water gives you tummy squirrels. Oh, you try no. to ignore it, but you end up pooping yourself to death. The end. I should have known better. Yeah. Don't drink that. And that's what it was enticing. I get it. It can happen. I mean, realistically, a lot of these did end up in you pooping yourself to death. So good choice. I am surprised that more of them didn't end that way. Oh, they did. You just didn't, but you happened to choose the one that didn't, but wrote eight endings about diarrhea death. I, I sure did. I can't say that I'm surprised. Well, that was fun. I love a choose your own adventure. I feel like they're not as, you don't really see them as much anymore. Then again, I guess I'm not looking for them, but now I will. They did that weird one on Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. The, uh, 
Baba Googan. Baba Tudath. The box. Huh? Bandersnatch. That's what it was called. That's it. That was fun, except our didn't TV didn't work with it. <laughs> there was a, on the Kimmy Schmidt, they did one too. Oh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Strike what I said. It's just running rampant. That's two <laughs> in four years. <laughs> I don't like those odds. Anyway, um, are we at our poetry corner? We are at the poetry corner. Everyone waits all week to hear your poems. Beautiful fantasy sounds. No pressure. Um, mine was kind of a free form, kind of a deal. All right, I'm interested. All right, poem start. Laurel shy, but also strong. She tried to defeat an evil one, trying her best, but never won. Until in the end, she got it done. I like that. Thanks. It's uh, powerful. Yeah. Ladies, never give up. That's true. That's all I meant by that. What cheese did you pair with this? Um, I picked a black pepper gouda, but that is follow me on this train of thought. Um, my boyfriend is obsessed with black pepper, and he's really nerdy, and this is really nerdy, so that's where I was going with this. Maybe maybe nerds love black pepper? Weird. I don't know. I'll hmm. just sprinkle some outside and see if it attracts them like birds. Hmm. We'll see. Um, what was your poem? I did a limerick because I can't be stopped. Lovely. There once was a fairy named Sybil. With innuendos, she'd be quite liberal. When push came to shove, her friends she did love, though not without a bit of a quibble. <laughs> that was fantastic. Thank you. What a, I'm a poet. A, yeah. What a good poem. The cheese that I paired with this with, I said, was string cheese from a plastic lunchbox. Mm, yeah. With like a Barbie or a Ninja Turtle on the front. It sounds fun. Because you're a child and you still have a childlike sense of wonder and adventure. Everybody likes fun. Not everybody. Not it. Not Tybus. You meanie. Yeah. Or mean old people. That's true. I'm free of those people now. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if people don't like fun, it, it's always like that one coworker and everybody's joking around and they're just like, well, my mom needs her bones replaced. So you guys really shouldn't joke. And you're like, thanks for killing the vibe. The real life Debbie Downer. Ugh, I hate Ugh. that. Actually, um, my person that I know is actually horribly ill. And I just want to remind you all of that in case you wanted to be happy today. Like, Rude. Thanks. Rude dudes. Just quit bringing the vibe down. Quit it. Talk to a therapist and not me. I know. My frequency is too high for your nonsense. Yeah. Unless you really want to talk about your sick relative, in which case I will listen and I will try to be sympathetic. I'm going to give you a three minute window and then I will let you know if I'd like to continue. <laughs> that sounds fair. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just been a little guy. But, Presley, what are you thankful for this week? Little guy meaning the episode. I'm sure that's what you meant by that. I did, if that wasn't clear. <laughs> um, I said that I'm grateful for our mother, just because I've been spending a lot of time with her anyway, just hanging out. Man, she is just so much fun. Like, I feel so grateful that I have this, like, wonderful person in my life that I can spend time with. 
that like I just enjoy everything that we do together, but especially like watching trash TV and stuff. We just finished um, Interior Design Masters. It's like some thing on Netflix. It was it was actually British, which their designing seemed very different than American designing, which was really funny because watching it, you could see a lot of differences in like what our shows normally have with that kind of stuff. She and I, I just love watching that kind of stuff with her because she's just like, mm, I wouldn't have picked the exposed wood, but I guess. And then we both just chortle and drink wine. And it's my favorite thing. We are very fortunate to have her. Certainly. She's very funny. Certainly. Um, what was your grazie? I said I was thankful for Audible, mm. which we are not sponsored. So Audible, get on that. I know. We, we love you. Why don't you love us? Yeah. This is the last I will hype you for free. Let me tell you. I don't think that's true. (laughs) But uh, coming from a time when I used to, I mean, I've talked about it before, but my first job was at a library and I literally listened to cassette tape books on tape. Don't age yourself or anything. I can hardly speak without my teeth falling out. Uh, I just appreciate the ease with which I can get audiobooks now. Oh, yes. It is Oh, man, because it started with the cassette tapes and then burned CDs off of LimeWire, if you know what that is. And you'd get to, like, part three. Are we going to be arrested? Or has it been too long? No. Uh, What's his name? Lars Ulrich is coming for you now. Uh Uh-oh. It's like, I don't know. You'd get to, like, the end of it, and then it wouldn't work. So you just wouldn't know. So it's really the, the advancements are quite extreme and i really appreciate them because as busy american ladies yeah man i could not read as much as i do if i didn't do a lot of it on audio oh definitely and like nothing's as transporting as like a good narrator and like a fun Mm. this is a fantastic example of it as this fun adventure story that just transports you into it and like I can't tell you how many times if I'm having a bad day or whatever, I'm like, let me throw this like fun book on so that I can like, it can like cheer me up or whatever. And it really does. Like it just helps me kind of forget this other stuff and transports me to this place where I'm listening to this fun thing that like, you know, it just really makes me happy. So I will agree with you on that. That's true. And like, no matter what your job is, like now being like a home hospice nurse it is nice to have a moment of decompression with a book in between patients. Mm, yeah, or like at my job, people are just like the drama and whatnot. Like it's nice to sneak into a corner and have my headphones on and like just continue to work productively. Yes, on all of my tasks. Right. I, I never stop right. working. Correct. I love it so much. Please tell your friends about this podcast. <laughs> yes, if we have anything else to say. So definitely check out Third Save Eye. Save us from toiling under capitalism. I know, these nine to fives ain't it. Sorry. Anus. Sorry about it. Yeah, they ain't us. Um, if you're looking for a fun thing to listen to, absolutely check this out. Or um, if you think that Felicia Day is very pretty, listen to this book. Yeah, check that out too. Yeah. It's all good things. Yeah. All right. Well, that's wrapping up this fun little episode. So until next week, read cheese and eat books, you adventurers, you chosen peoples. Yeah, you're our chosen one. 
I love you. Bye. Bye.